1: We have this instrument called the tongue and with that tongue we have the ability to either praise God or to curse men. You need to understand anytime you have ever cursed any man for any reason, anytime you've ever criticized any person for any reason, anytime you've ever slandered anybody for any reason, anytime you've gossiped about anybody for any reason, you are you are criticizing, you are cursing the very man who was made in the image of the God that we Pray.
0: Good evening and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weeknight at this time on KKLA to lift up the name of Jesus Christ so that the entire world might believe. Sharing the gospel is our number one goal and the reason we are here. Dudley Rutherford is the senior pastor of Shepherd Church, located right here in Los Angeles. During these days of uncertainty, we believe this is the perfect time to turn off what the world wants to tell us and immerse ourselves in what God has to say to us through the Holy Bible. So let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message for us tonight.
1: To me, our country is becoming more and more rude. You can't go anywhere today, can't go to a ball game, can't go to the mall, can't go to a restaurant without hearing people curse. I went to breakfast this morning to work on this message, sat there with the sermon, looking over it, and uh, just heard people all around me using a foul language. And for me, swearing is like secondhand smoke, all right? you don't have to smoke but everyone around you smokes it can kill you because it gets inside of you it's called secondhand smoke and that's what cursing is i i don't curse and and yet when i hear it twenty four seven i think it can eventually it can it can hurt you That's why i don't want to be around it and today i want to talk to you about the power of the tongue now in the sermon and in the book god has an app for that i'm not just talking about cursing I'm talking about gossip, people who criticize, slanders, when you you speak and you ruin someone's reputation. We have have this thing called lying, where people use their tongue to lie. Any type of hurtful speech is what I'm talking about when I talk about the power of the tongue. The tongue is very powerful, and there's a, a positive element to it. It has the power to instruct or to give instruction. James. In chapter 3, verse 1, he says not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. James actually highlights the importance of giving instruction, teaching, and preaching as a very high calling. What he says in this very first verse is he mentions that you will be held accountable. Parents, you've been given a role to instruct your children. Teachers, you have a job in your schools to instruct your students and it doesn't matter if you're coaching if you're teaching someone how to hit a golf ball or you're mentoring or you're pastoring or you're preaching the tongue is powerful it has the ability to instruct but not only does the tongue have the power to instruct write this down it has the power to give direction the tongue can give direction this is one of the major points in james chapter james chapter 3 you need to learn to guard your heart and your ears and your mind because whatever goes in the heart is what comes out of the mouth that's what the bible says in luke chapter 6 i'll put it on the screen luke 6 verse 45 it says for out of the overflow of the heart the heart overflowing the mouth what the mouth speaks see whenever someone admits that they have a cursing problem they don't really have a cursing problem they have a heart problem If you could fix your heart, you could fix your speech. The power of the tongue is to instruct. You can give direction. Number three, write this down. You can give encouragement. Ephesians 4 verse 29 says, do not let, now watch this. It says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Don't let anything unwholesome come out of your mouth, but only that which is, what's the word the Bible uses, helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. You should not even be talking unless what you're saying is being a blessing and benefiting those who are listening. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Let's say you and your spouse are having some problems and you're drifting apart. Your marriage has seemed to lost its romance. The feelings are gone. How do you rekindle that love? How do you ignite that emotion? It's by controlling the tongues. It's by, it's by your speech. It's by your words. You always, you, what you need to learn to do is say those three magical words. You know what they are? Let's eat out. Yeah. Can someone say amen to that? <laughs> you say those words, I love you. You say the words, I'm sorry. You say the words, I, you look beautiful. You control your words and you, you'd be amazed by how your feelings can return. What are some of the best and most meaningful expressions you've ever heard? I love you. You are wonderful. It's benign. The war is over. It's a boy. It's a girl there are no cavities. My, daughter, my dentist is here. Uh, thank you. Thank you. How good are those words? Thank you. All is forgiven. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Happy Mother's Day. Your car is ready. No, 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 no. That, that, that'd be a miracle. That'd be a miracle. The Bible says these words in Proverbs 25, verse 11. It says a word, I, I love this verse. It says a word aptly. We don't use that word very well, but this is the word apt. Everybody say apt. Ap. A word aptly spoken. What is, what is a word that's spoken aptly? It's like apples of what? Gold. You know, have you ever eaten an apple? It's just so good. I mean, you eat an apple, it's, oh, it's good. And well, an apple's always good, amen? Unless it's sour. Uh, but but imagine an apple of gold set in a setting of silver. That's how the Bible describes words that are aptly spoken. So number two, Roman numeral number two. You have the, the positive power of the tongue. Then you have the negative power of the tongue. The tongue is as powerful and as positive as it can be. It can also be a very, very negative and dangerous. The Bible says that the tongue has the power of Life That was really Roman numeral number one. But it also has the power of what? Death. Oh, it has the power to destroy. James uses several analogies. The first thing that he points out is that the tongue is like a, fire, a forest fire. Uh, consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. He says the tongue also is a fire. He calls it a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. It sets the course of his life on fire, and it is self-set on fire by him. He's just speaking of the destructive nature of the tongue, that ability to condemn someone, that ability to criticize or to hurt, to damage, to slander, to gossip, to curse, to lie. Proverbs 12, verse 18 says that reckless words... Pierce like a what? Sword. They literally can cut to the heart. There are many people listening to me right now who are living in defeat based upon something someone said to them years ago. They are still struggling today with something someone said to them many years ago and they've never been able to get over it. You've heard that phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names and words can never hurt me. That is a lie. It should read, sticks and stones may break my bones, but they can soon be mended. Names and words hurt my feelings, and the damage is never ending. There's a destructive nature. He says it's like a forest fire. Then he says, write this down. It's like an untamed beast, he says. An untamed beast, It's like a wild animal, it's like a wild fire, it's like a wild animal. Then he says this in verse 7, he goes, all kinds, he doesn't say all animals, he says all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But then he says, but no man can tame the tongue. Now, we've tamed all kinds of animals. We've got falcons who can come and land right on your wrist. We've got pigeons who can carry messages. We have dogs that can fetch papers. We've got elephants that can stand on round balls. We've got tigers that can sit up on a chair. We've trained killer whales to splash people down there. Sea world. We've got alligators. They've trained alligators to roll over and you can rub them on their belly. Cats how many know you can't you can't train a cat to do anything and all god's people said oh yeah this is a spiritual church we have here it's a spiritual church we have here parrots parrots can mimic monkeys can act but no man can tame the tongue and then he says number three it's a deadly poison it's like poison We're looking at the negative aspect of the tongue. It has this great power, but it also can be very negative. He says, it is a restless evil. That word, that phrase, restless evil, in the Greek, it means anything that that goes against God. It It is a restless evil full of deadly, what's the word? It's in the Bible, poison. Just inject, just you know, you just inject a little bit of poison into a conversation and it, it spreads and eventually kills. My father-in-law was a minister of a church called Johnson County Christian Church in Overland Park, Kansas, which is a suburb of uh, Kansas City, Kansas. That's where my wife is from. He, he was a pastor. And um, he was attending a convention one time and a guy came up to him and started ripping on me but he didn't know that he was my father-in-law and this guy went on for about 10 minutes talking bad about me that Dudley did this Dudley did that Dudley's like this, Dudley did Dudley that and then the guy says do you do you do you know who he is and my father-in-law his name's Ronnie said yes he's married to my daughter i love that story W.A. Criswell was a pastor of a church in in Dallas, Texas for over 50 years. He was the pastor of that church. Great church uh, in in downtown Dallas, Texas. Great man of God. And one day he was talking to another pastor, friend of his. And they were talking about another pastor who had gotten in trouble. And W.A. Criswell tells the story that he himself was criticizing this this pastor that had gotten in trouble, and while he's talking to this this pastor about that pastor, this pastor says, "Yes, I know who you're talking about." He goes, "He's the one that led me to Christ." In fact, he's the only man that ever paid any attention to my spiritual well-being. And he goes, "I, I know he's gotten in some trouble, but I." I just feel like somehow I I need to help him instead of criticize him. And W.A. Criswell said that he himself walked away in shame. Because you see, the tongue is powerful. There's a positive power. There is a negative power. But number three, write this down. There is the greatest power, the greatest power of the tongue. Oh, listen to this. Verse 9. It says, with the tongue. I want you to really look at this verse. It says, with the tongue we praise. Everybody say, we praise. With the tongue we praise our Lord and our Father. And with that same exact tongue, We curse men. And I want you to look at the last line of that verse. We praise our Lord and our Father, and with that same tongue we curse men, who the Bible says, and it has a little phrase, who've been made in the very image of the God that we've praised think about that we have this instrument called the tongue and with that tongue we have the ability to either praise god or to curse men you need to understand anytime you have ever cursed any man for any reason anytime you've ever criticized any person for any reason anytime you've ever slandered anybody for any reason anytime you've gossiped about anybody for any reason you are you are criticizing you are Cursing the very man who was made in the image of the God that we praise. And verse 10 says, as we prepare to close, out of the same mouth come both praise and cursing. And then it says, My brothers, this should not be. I want you to turn to who you 're sitting next to and say, "This should not be say that <laughs> now here 's what you get to do with your tongue, all right? First of all, you need to acknowledge, okay you just need to say, you know god i have I have sinned i 'm ashamed that i 've taken this instrument and I come to church and I worship you. And then on the way out of the parking lot, I I find myself cursing people that were made in the very image of God. You need to acknowledge your shortcoming in that area. Number two, you repent, which is, we talked about that on Easter. You've got to turn your life over to God. It's saying you're sorry and saying you're sorry and saying, you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. And number three, you replenish, which, which we talk about that in the book. The reason those words are coming out of your mouth is because that's what's inside your heart, and you've got to change your heart. So you've got to start to read good things. You've, you've got to start listening to good music. Some of you need to buy some CDs of some Christian music, some sermons, and put that in your DVD player, And turn off some of that vulgar music that you're listening to. You can't figure out, well, how come I can't control my speech? Because all you're listening to is that vulgar music. We have to watch, we have to be careful what we see and what we hear, because what goes in gets in that heart. What's in the heart comes out of the mouth. So you, you you need you need some of you need to start reading the Bible on a more consistent basis. You've got to replenish, start feeding your mind, your heart with good things. But number four, here's the greatest power, is that you have the ability to confess. You have the ability to confess this very moment, this very day, this very hour, this very minute. And the greatest power is confessing to two things. I want you to write these down. Number one, that Jesus Christ is Lord. You have that opportunity right now. You have the ability with your mouth to confess that Jesus Christ is going to be the Lord and the King and the ruler of your life. Look at that verse in Romans 10. It says, if, if, everybody say the word if. If If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the greatest power of the tongue is that ability to confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Oh, there's salvation in that confession and the second thing you have a chance to do with that tongue I want you to write this down is to tell others about Jesus to tell others about Jesus it says in Romans 10 verse 15 how beautiful are the feet of those who bring what good news i don't want you to forget what was up in that verse earlier where it says i think in verse four that the pilot the pilot gets to choose that rudder directs that ship wherever the pilot chooses and today today you have a choice you have a choice you can walk out of here Today, allowing your words to continue to control you, or you can repent, you can confess, you can acknowledge that Jesus Christ is your Lord, and you can control your words by having a pure heart right in here. Talked about this you can't scrub the outside of the body to clean the inside. You can scrub all day long you can clean the outside but if you scrub the outside you'll never clean the inside the only thing that can clean the inside is when you acknowledge jesus christ is your lord and you allow him to come in and change you from the inside out begin to feed the good man allow the spirit of god to rule and to reign but you get to choose let's stand and bow our heads forward in prayer Father, thank you. I I really, as James talks about, the Bible is a mirror. And we look into that mirror and it's a reflection of who we are. And God, I'm not up here ranting and raving because I personally don't like to hear people curse. I'm up here because it's in the text. It's in James chapter 3. And it says that the same mouth comes praise and cursing. The Bible says this should not be. And as we read that text and we look at this application, we get to choose. Are we going to take this this body, this tongue, our mind, our heart, this instrument and use it to bring praise to you and to confess you as our Lord and to tell others about Jesus, or are we going to take this tool, this instrument, this vessel, and use it to spew forth filth, lies, gossip, slander, cursing? Lord, I just pray that every single person in this room today would just make a commitment before you that as the pilot directs where the ship, ship goes, that we will use our rudder, our tongue, for only purposes of building others up, only for encouraging others, only for glorifying you. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen.
0: It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every night. Here on KKLA, we exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message tonight has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. If you would like more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. We have a special gift for everyone listening today to help with your daily Bible reading. It's our Anchored Journal, a complete 365-day Bible reading guide and journal that will help you stay connected to God's Word throughout the coming year. It works with any version of the Bible you are currently reading. The Anchor Journal comes in a choice of colors and can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. It's as simple as calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. You won't want to miss out on this limited time offer, so be sure to call right now. Our number again is 888-818-4777. The Anchor Journal can also be found on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Get yourself anchored to God's Word with your personal Anchor Journal today. I'm Kyle Welch, thanking you for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow night at this same time here on KKLA as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley.